0: Listening to the Roman McCludge Show. Let's open the show by saying thank you so much to all the listeners, especially after we published our episode last Sunday. And the title is Can You Hear Me? And to you who shared the episode, to you who sent messages, and to you who resonated to that podcast episode. Thank you. Your kind words mean a lot. And it made me realize, you know, that people are actually listening to the show. (laughs) And it keeps me going. You know, Patricia, this podcast has been existing for more than a year now. And it's my first time. To experience I'm that the so listeners excited. are reaching out and giving f- feedbacks and it wouldn't be possible without you so i want to say thank you girl thank you so much you are oh, so awesome thank you for
1: having me you are awesome yeah, oh my god how are you patricia i am good i had a great week the starting of july how mm-hmm. did your july start and how did it go
0: July is a busy month at least for the podcast I'm featuring local businesses in the Philippines and at the same time I have you on the show and I'm really excited Um, it's a bit busier but I'm excited for the show
1: and I think everyone appreciates it I got lots of feedback about the work that you're doing so kudos to you girl (laughs) thank you (laughs) teary
0: eye teary eye (laughs) okay so okay let's Let's go right into our uh, episode today. So a few days ago, we posted a question on Instagram and Facebook, and that question was, what are you most insecure about your body? Because today, we dare to talk about insecurities and body image.
1: Yeah. Wow. That is a great topic, and I'm glad that we're covering it. Uh, so boldly on the second (laughs) week already. (laughs) I had quite a few responses to our Instagram story post. I think usually women are the ones who feel more insecure about their bodies. I'm sure men feel it too. And whoever is out here, we have our own insecurities. Mm -hmm. But I think for women, we're always trying to fit into society's beauty standards. I got some responses about uh, certain body parts that they weren't comfortable about, or even their own, the woman parts. They felt that how much of it can I show or how revealing can it be? No matter what I do, it's always a topic of interest Mm -hmm. in a negative way. And that makes me feel insecure. I think subconsciously, I feel the same way. Yes. Like is this top too revealing? or is my are my pants too tight? You know yes. that kind of a question. So I think it all boils down to, am I insecure about that body part, or am I worried about what people are gonna say and judge me for the way I dress up or, choose to show myself the way I do. Is it safe to assume that
0: we all have body insecurities? And it's the topic that we love to read, you know, listen to. We love to eavesdrop, but we don't want to be part of that conversation. That's why I was excited and scared at the same time when we posted that question because I'm not sure if people will respond. They can read it, they will go pass through it, but I'm not sure if they want to be heard or they want to share their experiences with us. It only shows
1: that the mere act of talking about it can make us feel insecure. I think that happens to most of us mm-hmm. and uh, speaking about it may also show a sign of weakness. Yes. Uh, or so we've been told. Yeah. Yeah you know don't reveal your insecurities or don't mm. talk about it because you don't want people to know that those are your weak points and if people know your weak points they can hurt you more
0: yes. so i think
1: all of us as we grow up we kind of build walls around ourselves uh, in hopes that we protect ourselves not knowing that we are shriveling inside
0: <laughs> me and patricia believe that self body image is very important and we should talk about this what answers did you get from the from the survey yeah.
1: I got answers about legs and thighs, Mm -hmm. abs, stomach, uh, lady parts, like the Mm -hmm. chest and the, you know. I mean, sometimes we have all of these situations when the leggings are too tight and doesn't look so great for, you know, the nether regions. I also think the basic uh, insecurity about being too fat or too thin, that also comes up a lot.
0: The the answers that I got were stretch marks, you know, the body scars, hair. Uh, I think color of the skin too, and height. And I'm just, again, like you said, I'm happy that even men answered the question. It's important to find the root cause of our body-related insecurities. And unfortunately, it starts at home. Do you agree? It
1: It does. Because we are being told at home whether we are too fat or too short, too thin or too tall, too ugly. I mean, even with our skin, I think it all starts there, sadly. And uh, yeah, I think one of the uh, questions on the feedback uh, or the answers for that were also uh, acne. And I think all of us in our teenage years go through that. And I'm like in my 30s and I'm still going through that. (laughs) It was a hard deal.
0: We've been 16 and pimply.
1: (laughs) Yes. And now I'm like, what happened to all of that advice about, don't worry, it will go away when you're 30. <laughs> Bitch, when? <laughs> Bitch, when? I'm still waiting. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. A person's perception of herself or himself starts at home. If the child lives in a secure environment, then the child will grow up confident. So, I mean, hopefully the it's the right, it's a properly placed confidence because, you know, there are those people who have misplaced confidence when when raised in an environment where they see the adults are very you know concerned about the the weight and the appearance most likely they will do the same and give importance to external beauty and based on experience i had that this is so true. I had that. I grew up hearing and seeing my mother and sisters, you know, talking about diet and restricting food intake just to be a certain size, you know? Yes. And so growing up, I had the same mindset. And at the very young age, I already know that in order for me to be att- to be called attractive, I repeat in order because yes. as if there's a formula and, uh, you know, a recipe to follow, I must be this particular size I should have this face shape I should have a you know a fair complexion the flawless complexion and I'd say it hit me hard growing up and up to this day uh, it's still hitting me in waves and remember I grew up wearing glasses ever since I was two years old I was already uh, wearing this this glasses and so the kids were already making fun of me calling me four eyes so imagine that oh. as a child, you can already feel and experience how the society treats you if you don't look the way others look like. If you're, if you're like for me, I'm wearing glasses. So yes. growing up, I already know that I must do extra work so I can be at least uh, attractive to the people around me. Because yeah. we must admit that if you're a cookie cut beautiful or in other words you look like the women in magazines and you know celebrities people will treat you differently they want to talk to you more they want to be associated with you they listen to you or if we if we put it on a social media speak they follow and you know like your yeah. posts unconsciously it's hurting you right yeah it's hurting yeah. You. you 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 forget that, that sometimes we tend to forget that because it's as if there's this unspoken rule in the society today that you must have this look; otherwise, you are forgettable.
1: Yes, yeah. and uh, Roma, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I feel you, girl. Mm-hmm. Looking at magazines, you know, in an Asian society or an Indian society, we we have all of these magazines where Caucasians are the perfect beauty standard. Yes, um, a, per- a particular size. And the other day, I even saw. Uh, how a men's magazine looks absolutely different from a women's magazine. Men's magazine is all about get your dreams, become a millionaire, et cetera, et cetera. But women's magazine is like
0: oh my, God, uh, how yeah. to
1: decrease your waist shape, or uh, sorry, your waist size, um, how to get that perfect blowout. I mean, really? So it also starts with there, you know, with uh-huh. what the media is putting out to us. Yes. And we get directly influenced by that. And uh, for me, I think it was also some of my friends when I was growing up, Uh, my wrong choice of uh, friend circle Mm -hmm. uh, really put me in an insecure place because at home, maybe my parents didn't really make me feel that way. But then I had this friend, my so-called best friend at that time, Mm -hmm. who actually told me quote unquote, listen here, you're the ugly one and I'm the pretty one. Do you get that? god I know. she's not <laughs> I, oh my god <laughs> mean girls vibe i know and when was this oh um i think maybe Did when i was like 12 yeah oh 11 12 yeah when i just started getting acne and she still had like flawless skin and she had long hair very beautiful And she is a very beautiful person i mean now Back then we were just growing up and you know trying to fit into what kind of circles we were. I was like the dork slash nerd slash ugly person. Oh <laughs> and she would probably come into the popular category. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, because the beautiful ones are always the popular kids. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> I know. How does that yeah. happen? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You see, I so mean yeah, so at the I very young age,
0: the-, the kids are already aware of the concept of ugly and pretty. And if you're ugly, I should not be friends with you or you should be the sidekick, you know?
1: The the way they present it on media, right? In the movies. And I think we unconsciously do it because we were brought up in that kind of a way. Uh, When we see someone, we tend to automatically look at their physical appearance and compliment on their physical appearance rather than getting to know them and compliment Mm -hmm. them on their personality or their Mm -hmm. talents. So we always look for, oh, you are so beautiful. You've got beautiful eyes. You've got a pointed nose. Your lip shape is perfect. I mean, why? Why do we do that? And subconsciously, really, we, we find someone and we see like, is this person beautiful or attractive just based on their outward appearance? So it's heavily based on what society is feeding us, what the media is feeding us. Mm-hmm. And um, it is our responsibility to identify that. And to pass that on to the younger generation, that it's all mm-hmm. about uh, personality and intelligence and uh, talent, uh, mm-hmm. rather than looking a certain way.
0: Yes, and that's yeah, what I'm. Cycle. Yes, and that's what we are. Are what I was trying to say also earlier, because with those uh, the way that the media or social media is actually telling us this should be the the how you look like. We try. You know as normal people we try to keep up and imitate everything that we see online you know we see yeah. we see a trend everyone is on lip fillers even the you know even yeah. the even regular people regular employees there
1: are on lip fillers you will be surprised i mean you know, oh, I'm shocked to hear about that. But, but you know, yeah. I do understand because recently in the uh, lip gloss section, you have those lip plumpers, like yeah. fillers without the surgery, something like that. I saw that. Yeah. And, you know, I honestly personally feel that I have thin lips. Mm -hmm. So there was this one point in my time, uh, in my life where I looked up on DIY recipes on how to plump your lips, you know, Vaseline and Uh cinnamon or, you know, peppermint oil or something or the other. And um, realizing that why am I striving to look this certain way? Mm -hmm. You know, there's one. Okay. So there's a huge difference also between looking presentable Mm -hmm. and caring too much about Your outward appearance and it's a thin line which needs a lot of discernment Mm
0: -hmm. okay that's actually interesting because uh, i was reading a book and according to joel kevin who is a psychologist the body image is consists of three components it's the first one is perception he said that it's the mental picture of the way you look and then the second one is interpretation which is Mm -hmm. your emotions and your thoughts about that mental picture that you have and then Lastly is the behavior, which are the actions in response to it. So anything that you do to improve your or maintain your appearance for so for example, dieting, makeup, surgery, or those that you know what you did you were looking yeah. for products <laughs> to, to plump the lips. So these components, the perception, interpretation and behavioral or behavior, sorry, they reinforce each, each other and they, Actually, uh, give us the body image or how we respond to our self body image. So that's really impressive. Yeah, and um, let me use myself as an example, a living example, if you may. <laughs> okay, I have amblyopia, or I have a lazy eye. So my left eye, my left eyeball, mm-hmm. is actually moving towards the inner uh, corner of my eye involuntarily. Okay. So right. if without my glasses, I look crossed-eyed. That's why I'm wearing okay. these are these are actually corrective glasses, oh, so I can't okay. live without it. I could never yeah.
1: tell. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so to <laughs> make it, yeah to make it short, I've experienced uh, in the past people treating me differently because I have glasses. Like I told you, I was yeah. I wanted to play with other kids, but you know kids are calling me names, and uh, growing up Gosh. I felt like my activities were limited, and so my perception of myself is that i am this girl with limited possibilities in life because of the glasses and because of the, the lazy eyes that i have and remember i want to point it out here that attractiveness got its power attractiveness yeah. is powerful back in my time when you apply for a job you will land more interviews if you got the looks yeah because exactly, we are we, you, remember true. we 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 sent resumes uh, cvs yes. with pictures Right? Yeah. To me, I felt insecure and I feel limited. And even when it comes to dating men, I mean, at some point I felt like, you know what, I cannot look for more for more attractive guys because who am I to choose? Look at me! Oh. Hashtag beggars can be choosers. <laughs> oh, that breaks my heart, Rama. <laughs> yes, you see, you see the 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 self body image that I have because of uh, of the amblyopia or what I have with me because of my my lazy eyes, and that's my in- interpretation part. I felt I was limited with my life choices, and as a result, my behavior was like, okay, Rama. You better double time, sister. Eat less, be skinny, put your makeup on, mm. dress this way, yeah. work out so you can look slimmer. That was my response. That's how oh, wow. I that's how I go through my life in the mid-20s. Because no one was telling me to, okay, you know what? You don't have to look this way. My resources were actually just magazines and TV. So that's how yeah. I saw myself. That's that's my body image all of that because I wanted to be accepted and, you know, I want to increase my chance to choose, but then yeah. I realized I was wrong. I'm so glad
1: you did. Yeah. Yay.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think it's because I, okay, sure. I think I, I got what I wanted in the past, but after removing the makeup, I still feel ugly whenever I see my my face in front of the of the mirror. This is not being dramatic, but it really happens. Like you you don't want to remove your makeup because oh my god, I'm gonna see the real skin. I hate it. Mm. And then oh. in the past, I ate less and I felt hungry and I was moody. Okay, mm. I got skinny, but you know, I, I had food
1: relationship issues. I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about I the had food relationship yeah. that you had. It was I suffering. had a bad relationship
0: yeah. with food. Like, for example, I'm gonna eat something. Then uh, after that, I'm gonna feel guilty because oh my god, I'm mm-hmm. gonna get fat again. That's the, that's yeah. really what's going on in my mind. And at some point, oh my gosh, it's gonna be the first time that I'm gonna say this in public. But I've <gasps> considered having cosmetic surgery. I wanted a nose job, oh. really. <laughs> I wanted a nose job. I think that was like two, three years ago. I really wanted to have a, a nose job and I'm ready to sign up for, for, for a clinic. Going back, I, I realized it was a, a very unhealthy self-body image that was hurting me. Yeah. And there was no one around me to say that, hey, that's not right. Body yeah. positivity came, came in around less than five years, mm-hmm. I think. And okay. yeah, that's, that's my story. That's how I, that's how I,
1: <laughs> that's, that's myself. So empowering energy. to yeah. learn about you, you know, realizing that because I think so many of us are still not woke yet we still are following uh, media standards or what other people say is what's beautiful instead of accepting ourselves the way we are mm-hmm. and there's is over here again there is a, a difference between wanting to continually become the best version of yourself versus mm-hmm. uh wanting to become beautiful or uh, gorgeous or whatever handsome buff whatever you want mm-hmm. it to be according to what other people think that is mm-hmm. And I really love your story because uh, I feel the same way. I mean, in a different way, of course, like the mm-hmm. reason why I started my fitness journey was because I felt like I'm I'm too fat. Um, I'm not going to get uh, the job that I want, you know, because I, w- I was working in like a people's uh, skills kind of job, you know, in yes. human resources, you have to meet with people. And I don't know, but if you've noticed, they always choose like really good looking HR.
0: Have you noticed that in companies?
1: I'm like, okay, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why is that necessary? Why does someone have to be good looking as per se or according to um, you know, society standard, whatever in, it is. In the Philippines, we beautiful. call it,
0: uh, whenever they they look for applicants, they put pleasing personality. It means to say that you should have, um, oh. you should be good looking. Yeah, it's Oh, added, pleasing yeah. personality. <laughs> 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 yes. Unfortunately, that's how I grew up uh, seeing those on job posts where they say, okay, looking for blah, blah, blah. They even specify sometimes uh-huh. the height depends on the job and yeah. then pleasing personality. Now, like, do I have a pleasing personality?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but little did you know that it's about looking good. It's nothing to do with personality, but everything to do with how you look. Yes. And yeah, so I always, that was the main reason why I wanted to start the journey. But then when I started it and the community, like we had spoken about Mm -hmm. in the previous podcast, the community is so empowering that I stopped looking at my outward appearance and started focusing on my personality, my heart, my mindset. It's more about having a fitness lifestyle. It's really changing and becoming the best version of yourself. And you know what? Whoever is listening here, please do not feel bad. Like, oh, I'm not doing this for the right reason. It's all right. Because you are here for that reason. That reason could be the reason that leads you to the right reason. So if you're listening here and you're like, not confident about yourself, a certain body part or a certain way you look or the way you speak, and someone has told you something about it that has made you feel bad, don't feel bad because you are you and there's no one else in this whole world that is like you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are unique and you are stunning just the way you are. Mm And then, with that said, you're always working towards becoming the best version of yourself. You compete with yourself. I know that that's going to be something yes. that'll be nice for another topic because comparison is just so wrong, and that mm-hmm. is where all of this stems from. You have this idea of someone who looks beautiful or handsome, and you look at yourself and you're like, "When am I going to look like that?"
0: Yeah, I, I want to be. I want to be like that person. I mean, it's fine to aspire for something like that, but it's also best if you know your reason why you wanted to be like that. Is it just for physical appearance? Do you want to work out because you want to be stronger? You should understand and your
1: why. Yes, I love that. The why? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? Asking yourself that, uh, assessing yourself. You know, then you step into a different realm where you're improving your mindset, and then this physical appearance as important as it is, your view of that will start changing.
0: Mm-hmm. You're
1: going to want to take care of yourself so that, yes, you, get, you really get the actual pleasing personality <laughs> and not the yes. looks. <laughs> yes. So I am so excited that I'm on my own journey to accepting myself. And I'm not going to lie, Roma, I still feel it every other day. I, I look ugly right now or I'm not feeling like uh, deserving of being a fitness instructor because sometimes I get DMs where people ask me, uh, looks like you've put on weight or mm. how do you teach like workouts when your thighs are that big? Or uh, how could you be a fitness instructor when you look pretty heavy yourself? Or the other one that I got was, You're a chubby instructor. (laughs) What? Yeah, I'm a chubby instructor. (laughs) Yeah, so people can be uh, rude, but also I'm learning to understand that that is not a reflection of myself. That's a Mm -hmm. reflection of them. Mm -hmm. It is their perception of who an an ideal fitness instructor should be. Mm -hmm. And their idea of beautiful, their idea of handsome, their idea of successful is what has to be worked on and not mine. Mm -hmm. So I've stopped taking things personally and I continue to work on it. It's not that like, I'm just being oblivious that I'm like, I can eat all the things that I want to eat. You can actually, but, but is that healthy for you? You Mm -hmm. know, so you ask yourself, like, like you said, Roma, the why, why do you do that? So is, is it bringing you happiness? Is it making you fitter? Do you feel healthier? Do you feel stronger? Uh, Are you working out just to look good or are you working out so that you can perform better in all other areas of your life, you know, working out. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important for both of us and for everyone who's listening to us to understand that your worth, Mm -hmm. your value, your beauty does not depend on what other people say that you are, Mm -hmm. but who you yourself know that you are. You have to know who you are, where you're from and where you're going. Yes. You, know, you need to have a roadmap.
0: And it's also important to choose carefully the people who you spend your time with because when you find the right people, what they see is actually your personality. They don't hang out with you just because you're the prettiest, but they hang yeah. out with you because they find you fun and interesting and you know they, they want to spend yes. more time with you. You're part of a group the popular ones, ask yourself again. Try spending time, less time with them. Try to spend more time with yourself and ask yourself, why am I hanging out with these people? What are their values? What do they give importance to? Are they really with me because I'm rich or do they want to spend time with me because I'm pretty or I'm handsome or I have uh, I a relationship with other popular people or they are spending time with me because it's me, They spend time with me because we get along well. Those are different things, you know. You have to improve your circle as well. So, yeah.
1: I like like that you said that because Mm -hmm. uh, many times we think that we cannot uh, leave a relationship because Mm -hmm. we're kind of forced to stay in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But little do you know that you have the choice to choose your friends. You do. So if your friend or so-called friend makes you feel worthless or used or pathetic or not beautiful or not strong, I think you need to reevaluate your friend circle yes. and choose friends who empower you, who strengthen you. Mm-hmm. If you're having a bad day, uh, help pick up your mood than to make you feel worse about yourself.
0: Bottom line is choose the people you spend your time with because it will... It will definitely have impact on how you look at yourself and how you develop yourself. And
1: then I don't think we should allow people to dictate how we should look or how we should feel or how we should be or behave.
0: I think that's the beauty of social media right now because we have all the tools and they can educate you. They do positivity, a lot of uh, body positivity, uh, awareness I'm glad that this is actually finally, you know, being talked about and we are right now we are having this conversation. But at the same time, we are talking about the effects of social media and how, you know, the body beauty is being perceived on social media and how it affects us as, uh, as normal people, you know. Uh, I want to share that months ago, I actually read a book by Anushka Rees, and it's entitled Beyond Beautiful. And that book, let me just say, okay, it's supposed to help readers overcome body shaming or, you know, show the correct way of handling body image related issues, for example, aging, uh, social media, beauty standards, and, you know, things like cosmetic surgery and more. And it was very interesting and insightful. And uh, she presented self love. In a very thought-provoking way, and it and also it's a straightforward uh, book, and I would say that the book is too honest. <laughs> and there were times that I had to I, I was disagreeing mainly because I feel I was personally attacked. <laughs> so yeah, and I was like, yeah, I was guilty and defensive. But then after I finished the book, I tried absorbing the contents. I was checking my notes, and because I I I read books that way, I I always take down notes. And I analyzed everything and I was like, hey, Anushka's right. She's right. I mean, it's going to be, I think it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but... You know, going back to our point, I think people in general, we don't like too much honesty. I was telling you this, like, (laughs) a few nights ago, we were talking, Patricia and I are talking, and I was telling her, you know, I think people don't like too much reality (laughs) because we like our reality. We want it to be sugar-coated because it makes us feel a little better, you know. We don't want to hear the raw facts, most especially when the topic includes body image and uh, that's also the reason why you know filters and makeup and all the cosmetic procedure Mm. are popular because well we all want to mask our flaws and uh, but that's the thing we need to focus more on our on our assets instead of pointing out our flaws i love that i think that's one thing that i learned to those who are listening right now use those tools but not To a point that you can't live without them.
1: Yeah. Use it for fun. (laughs) Yes, use it for fun
0: would be hypocrites to say that, you know, don't do this, don't do that. Do whatever you want as long as it's really your choice and it's not because that's what the society is telling you to do or to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Circling back to what you said, Roma, a a few minutes ago about the Mm -hmm. why. Mm -hmm. Why am I using this filter? Why do I need to edit myself? Why do I need to edit my acne out? Mm -hmm. Or why do I need to reshape my body to post in an Instagram? Mm -hmm. So ask yourself the why. And then take time. It just doesn't stop there. I love that you said that you were reading and writing uh, down the points that you learned from the book because that gives you time to look back and uh, assess it for yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you are like, for those of you who are listening, when you are going through the why of what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. um, Take the time to ask yourself that question. Think over it overnight or uh, over a jog or, you know, or in your me time, Mm -hmm. take that time to ask, why do I have to do this? Why do I have these behavioral patterns? Why do I think I'm ugly? Why do I think that my thighs need to look smaller? Uh, Is it because of something that someone said? And then work on those things. Um, You know, why do you need to have that kind of validation from others? You validate yourself and say that you are enough and you are beautiful because Mm -hmm. you are. And we, we don't realize that. And I was just thinking, the more people start realizing that they are beautiful all right companies are going to start crashing <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> because they are making so much money from our insecurities really. yes
0: yes really that so is so money.
1: true yes
0: they are working at an angle you know where they will say they are actually sugar sugarcoating that okay you you do this to be more beautiful yeah. to be more to look yeah. younger i mean what's wrong With aging. Honestly, this has been my thought ever since. What's wrong with aging? I mean, having those lines on your face means you've gone through a lot and you've been wise over the years, you know? It's just me. I mean, that's just my perception when it comes to to aging I, I
1: I don't have any issues when it comes to aging I'm so glad to say that I did not have issues with aging in fact I, I have been dying to be 30 all my life <laughs> like I'm 32 now and I'm like yes because when I was younger and people would be like shut up you're young you know don't say anything yeah. <laughs> And now I'm like so happy that I'm in my 30s and people can actually take me seriously for all the you know work experience that I've had and all the time that I've invested in myself. And mm-hmm. even about aging, I love it. For me, I personally love it. But when I ask someone their age, especially women, they always feel shy to admit how old they are mm-hmm. because it just means that they're growing older or some of them saying that they are growing older without reaching the goals that they've had in their life. I think it's a lot of things that they go through as well.
0: And I respect other people when they try to hide their age. But I'm like, whenever people ask me, what's your age? I'm like, I'm already 36, girl. I'm proud because I'm 36. And uh, well, what's, what's wrong with saying my
1: age? I mean, right? Yeah. What's wrong with that? and Roma you do not look anything 36 Uh I thought you were like same age as me (laughs) oh my gosh thank you (laughs) okay I I you're now like happy again (laughs) yeah I think happy
0: thoughts really help I mean positivity really helps because it does as much as possible I try to stay away from stress and yeah it helps you you know I think it's it's the the way you see things and the way you handle things it's but again aging it's not bad. It it makes you wiser. Age is re- I always associate it with wisdom.
1: I agree. Yeah. I agree.
0: So that our audience can relate to us because we already read what they shared to us, let's now share yeah. ours. <laughs> oh,
1: this is scary. <laughs> <laughs> you start. <laughs> Uh, the the first time being a host is wonderful <laughs> <laughs> For me, mm-hmm. my insecurity started with uh, my skin. my body started changing rapidly. Mm-hmm. I started becoming more like bottom heavy uh, as I hit my adolescence mm-hmm. and I've always been insecure about it because, You know how people are like, Asians should be uh, slim and, you know, whatever is K-pop trending right now. I didn't have that. And I, uh, again, all of those magazines are very misleading. And I think when I was growing up, Britney Spears was a huge inspiration at that time for beauty. Wow. The glossy and the face cut and everything. Yes. And and um, Britney Spears worked really hard for her body. I think it's always great to get positive inspiration, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to help you build yourself up rather than to compare yourselves with them. So that is just like quickly me fast forwarding to, to, uh, to today, saying that even though I am confident about my body, Mm-hmm. I still have the tendency to compare myself. Like, where are them abs? You know, where's the muscle cuts? Why are, why is my upper body so weak? I, I still so I still can't do like the advanced push up. Mm-hmm. Whenever I teach push ups, I still do the modified ones. Sometimes I shame myself for it. You know, I'm insecure about it. And when I ask myself why, I think it's always because I want my clients to be happy uh, that they have the best instructor. And when I do not have like defined abs or when I do not have, when I cannot do the advanced push-ups, I just feel like uh, maybe they'll not want to invest in me because I'm not the fitness instructor that they imagine me to be. So I think, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of insecurities already. Like I'm, First, it's like my body, not looking like a fitness instructor. And second, it's the mind that comes with it, the mindset of, of being not enough for my clients. So um, I am a work in progress. I'm still working on myself every day. Yes, I still feel insecure about my thighs because I get like co- comments on those a lot or I get uh, things about like, why do you not have defined abs? Maybe your workout is not working, working out enough for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and people can be brutal. But, you know, at the end of the day, always telling myself that, hey, uh, it's a reflection of what their perception is and not mine. And I don't have to live for them. Yeah, that's a scary topic, but there it is. Mm -hmm. I still am insecure about my skin as well because I'm like, I am 32 and I still have acne. (laughs) That's another thing.
0: (laughs) That's hormones, girl.
1: And stress. Yeah, and stress.
0: (laughs) Well, for me... I think um, growing up, I am very insecure with my thighs and legs because I I have a big build and then my, my legs and thighs are actually almost like, I got it from my dad. So it's like men's okay. thighs okay. and the, the legs and I have a big foot for a woman, so... It's always been oh. a struggle for me to buy shoes while I was growing up, uh, while I was in my teen years. And when I started working out, and I would become more in tune with my body, and I, I appreciated what my body can do. I started wearing tights, you know, the leggings. Ooh. Yeah, and I started appreciating my body, and I was like, you know what? I think, I think what I had before was bullshit. You know, I, I should be yeah, I <laughs> should be thankful that I can walk. I can stand up. I can do squats. I can lift heavy objects because I have strong legs. These legs are not ugly. These legs are strong and these legs are. are awesome. I don't care if they see me as a woman with a bigger lower body. What can I do? That's me whatever i what yeah. i ever i have i will just enhance it with workout i will make i will make sure that i will have uh, thighs that can squash watermelons because it's so strong <laughs> really wow. that's that's how <laughs> i, I and yeah yeah those are goals man i mean i was like you know what i don't care now i'm so into biking and i and lately my my thighs it really look muscular Mm. compared before so it looked bigger but i was like oh my god i'm so in love with them because it looks so strong that's how i my perception of myself body image changed over time uh, again it's an inside job that. you have to help yourself and no one even if you read even if you know your friends tell you you should do this do that unless you realize it yourself and you start working on that self-body image that you have and say, okay, you shouldn't see it negatively, then it's going to work. You will start to realize the things or the gifts that you have. Who am I to say that I hate my legs? Who am I to say that I hate my body? Yeah. So, yeah. So, in closing, Patricia, of this (laughs) very, very uh, beautiful topic, what would you like to say to our audience our listeners.
1: Well the one thing that stands out to me from this topic is gratitude.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gratitude for who you are, where you're from and where you're going. Gratitude for having the body that has been given to you is a blessing. You can become the best version of yourself and not become someone else. That is my key takeaway from our chat. you know I even from learning about your story, All I see is that the positivity that you give yourself and that you choose for yourself and the whys. Mm. Oh, the whys are my favorite from today's uh, topic. Why am I feeling the way that I feel? And reassessing that and taking time for myself and saying that I am strong, I am Mm -hmm. courageous, and I'm going to be the best version of myself today because every day is a new opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, Thank I you. love it. I love mm-hmm. our podcast so much. It makes me so emotional.
0: <laughs> For me, we are not saying that, you know, you have to give up, you know, shaving your legs. You know, you, you have to give up <laughs> putting makeup on and exercising. Yeah. No, that's not the point of this episode. What we wanted you to understand is that you should realize your raw beauty. Cosmetic surgery, sure, whatever, why not, right? Workout, yes, be active, but it should be a form of celebration. You should celebrate your body. Do them for yourself and not because, you know, that's what the society is expecting from you. And put your makeup on because, well, you like it. Yeah. accentuate your beauty i mean i'd be the biggest hypocrite here if i say in this conversation <laughs> that don't put on makeup because hello <laughs> i love makeup we met because of makeup too. <laughs> i review them and i blog about them but you know i also believe that we should not hide the real person when we put them on we should be yeah. confident with or without it you can still go out there and talk to people with your bare face. And uh, that's the thing that I kind of hate with, in, in social media because, uh, again, going back to Anushka's book, she, she put it perfectly and said that the problem with social media is not that it's full of gorgeous, successful, stylish people. It's that. It's full of gorgeous, successful, stylish people who are supposed to be just like us. So in reality, wow. we should realize that the world is not a Hollywood studio, you know, full of celebrities. In reality, the world is filled with real people and real people yes. have flaws. We have flaws and we have to accept that, that reality and it should be normalized. It should be normal for us to realize that we have pimples, we have, you know imperfect skins not everyone is pretty the way it's projected on on tv and magazine to all our listeners we want you to be happy with your skin you should celebrate your color love your cellulite and scars because they tell stories of what you've gone through and when we learn and realize this we can be a better example to our kids to our younger siblings and to the next generation. So let's help them develop that self-love as early as possible. Self-love. Let's learn from, yeah,
1: there yes. we go. Another key word. Self-love. Yes, and learn self-care. From our mis- <laughs> yes,
0: let's learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Wow. This episode is just... <laughs> so deep. <laughs> <laughs> so my gosh. So again, we want to thank everyone who participated in our survey. And let us know your thoughts on this episode. Send us your message. Please don't forget to follow Patricia's social media
1: at Broken Dad Barriers on Instagram and Broken Barriers Fitness on Facebook.
0: Yes. And the podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor.fm. And you can follow my official account on Facebook and Instagram at The Rama Miklet Show. So Ooh. once again, I'm Rama and Patricia. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And have a great <laughs> week until our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.